The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. This interview has been everywhere uh, for the last week. Uh, we were told Ronaldo was ill for the last game of Manchester United's pre World Cup break. Um, the illness seems to have led him to Piers Morgan. He did an interview, and we've heard nothing but a diatribe from um, Ronaldo since, uh, given out about everybody, absolutely everybody. Uh, here's a sense of what he told Piers Morgan on Talk TV in a 90 minute, if you had the energy, uh, 90 minute interview. We've kind of cut it down. I don't know what's going on, but since since the um, Sir Alex Ferguson left, I saw not evolution in the club. The progress was zero. They buy, they bring sport directive Ralph Regnick, which is something that nobody understands. This guy is, is not even a coach. A bigger club like Manchester United bring sport directive surprise not only me but all the world. You know, nothing changed. Surprisingly, not only the pool, the jacuzzi, even the gym. They stop in a, in a time which is, is surprised me a lot. They're trying to force you out. Yes, not only the coach, but the other two or three guys there around the club. At uh, the senior executive level? Yes, that I felt betrayed. And uh, you think they're trying to get rid of you? Honestly, I should not say that, I don't know, but listen, I, I don't care. I'm always, people should listen to true. Yes, I feel betrayed and I felt that some people that don't want me here, not only this year, but last year too. And it kind of went on like that. Um, It was everybody's fault except Cristiano Ronaldo, a player at the end of his career um, who made a lot of money going back to Manchester United and the question is where he goes next. Who would want somebody who's willing to dump on his previous club in the way that he did? Uh, Football journalist Philippe Clare is with us. Hi, Philippe. Good afternoon to you, Jonathan. Um, it really was a spectacular implosion, if I could put it that way. Everybody was on the sharp end of it. Wayne Rooney on the sharp end of it. Ragnick, uh-huh. Den Hag, Gary Neville. The only person he seemed to like was Pierce Morgan because he was sitting opposite him. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, it, it, it was a, a rather extraordinary thing. And Obviously, the thing to keep in mind is that these kind of interviews are not things which just happen by chance. Uh, this would have taken quite a lot of time to set up. There would have been a lot of checks uh, by lawyers. Um, the questions would have been pre-checked as well. Uh, everything would be formatted. So basically, what we hear is not somebody talking off the cuff, say, after a defeat, you know, when sometimes emotions can take the better of you. It was something which was pre-planned. Also, the timing was pre-planned because basically um, it is broadcast as Ronaldo is now with the Portuguese national team in Qatar for the World Cup. So maximum impact. And um, and it's very difficult not to see in it basically a two fingers, I think, <laughs> at the club and daring them to sack him. Um <laughs> It's totally unprecedented, I have to say, in this type of uh, this type of interview. I mean, that that players complain about their club about the treatment they've been given. Yes, absolutely, that's quite commonplace. But in that way, no, it is obviously um, the, a strategy has been put in place and uh, has been executed uh, with the help of Piers Morgan. It, it's, he's 37. If if he was 27, mm-hmm. I'd say something. He's 37. His playing career is almost over. Having seen almost. the man play recently in person, 
you, you couldn't really have anything but contempt for somebody who hangs around waiting for the ball to land exactly at his feet before he does something. It really isn't something you would expect somebody to do if they wanted to retire with a bit of grace. Well, to be honest, there are not many exit doors left for him. Obviously, his figures this season are catastrophic compared, you know, we are still talking, you know, regardless of how he's playing this season and how he is uh, basically tarnishing his legacy, whatever that was, um, that word means in this this case, uh, with such declarations. But his numbers are absolutely appalling. And he's somebody who has always been very proud of the fact, you know, that uh, he's got statistics which are completely insane uh, for a goal scorer. He, he remains and will always remain one of the great all-time goal scorers in, in football. But you're quite right. He's going to be 38 in February. Um, and when they tried, when Manchester United approached all the clubs and when his agent, George Mendes, which, who apparently, by the way, didn't play a role in this particular interview, which I find quite interesting, given he's almost oh. like a, a second father to, to Ronaldo. Uh, when yeah. they tried to, to ship him out uh, during the summer, they couldn't find anybody to take take him on. The only club which manifested uh, an interest, and I have to say even even that club I have doubts about, was Chelsea, uh, who apparently wanted um, a marquee signing to coincide with the first proper season of the new American ownership. And... Thomas Tuchel, their then manager, saw to that and said, no, that's completely ridiculous. And in fact, it's impossible when you draw a list of the clubs where he could go. Um, this is a list which is a blank piece of paper. His wages are phenomenal. Yeah, um, that, let, let's bring in about... Vinny Perth. Yeah, v- Vinny's on the other line here, former oh. League of Ireland winning manager. Hi, Vinny. How are you doing, Jonathan? How are you people? I'm just curious as to how a manager such as Ten Hag, who's done a lot to bring young players into the club, they're finally doing something that they haven't been able to do for a number of years, and that's winning consistently. Um, how is he expected to have Ronaldo come back from this break? He, he, he must be working under the assumption that United have to sack him. Yeah, I think that's it's it's inevitable. I think... Um, it, the partnership is now broken and, and, and almost broken forever. And um, yeah, I think Ronaldo has definitely tarnished his legacy, as Philippe said earlier on. But um, it almost feels like, um, obviously, at completely different levels for managing people. I almost feel like for balance to, to to defend, almost to defend Ronaldo. And part of me doesn't want to, but. Um, although his, his his figures are off, are, are really struggling this year. He was a really important player for Manchester United last year. Um, the problem with what he said is he's, he's just born too many bridges with the manager, with the dressing room. And in many ways, Ten Hag has, has won now. He, um, it looked like he didn't want them there. There was talk of that in the summer. And now he has won and, and Ronaldo has, has played up to it. But I think it's important to stress that uh, what's going to be lost in the middle of this is this great institution that is Manchester United is struggling, and a lot of what Ronaldo has said is also true. And when 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 the sort of facts are written about this story over the next four or five, ten years, and, and people look back on it, I think you would have to say certain parts of of what he said is true. Manchester United yeah. is struggling behind the scenes <laughs> as a club because of Vinny, its own. Vinny, I, I'm laughing. Are you, could you? Might he be an agent for the Glazers to take the dirty look off them? Because uh, nobody's talking about them and their mismanagement of the club at this exact moment. Everyone's talking about Ronaldo. 
Yeah, and, and that's where he's mismanaged his message and I don't think he's helped himself. I mean, some of his criticisms of his players and saying he doesn't respect his coach. You just can't do that. that that's just... Um, there's lines you don't cross in, in football dressing rooms and he's crossed the lines. And that's where, as I said, um, I, I think his message has been poor. He really defended Solskjaer in this interview. I don't really remember, and, and Philippe would be more over this than me, but I don't remember him really coming out really publicly for Solskjaer last season, which would have helped him if such a, an icon like Ronaldo had it offended him. So while I'm trying to make some cases for him, I'm just saying I think he's done he's done, he's done himself so much damage at the club that his legacy is, is ruined in many places in that football club. Finally and briefly, Philippe, is he going back to United? We have to assume that they're going to sack him. No. And if so, are we having got a big legal battle ahead? Um, it looks that way. Um, there was a statement by Manchester United um, earlier this afternoon, which was so succinct that I wouldn't even quote from it because it said absolutely nothing apart from <laughs> the fact they would take the necessary steps um, and basically necessary legal steps. Um, and I think what they're trying to do is to find a way to justify simply cancelling his contract and not having to pay half a million pounds that they're paying him each week. Um and so that will save them some money. But mm. the one thing, the one question I have to say, Jonathan, is I cannot believe that Ronaldo would have done such a thing if he hadn't got an idea of what his next step would be. Because again, that's been calculated. It's an interview that's been planted in a way, in a way. He knows that. that so there's a next move to come. He knows exactly what he knew what was in store for him. It's not a spur of the moment kind okay. of, you know, interview. But so... You know, as I say, watch this space. The soap opera will carry on and on and on into the uh, well, year. Who needs neighbours back? We can just watch this instead. Uh, Philippe Auclair, football journalist, League of Ireland manager, Vinnie Price, thank you very much for joining us. Pity the parents who've already bought a Christmas present uh, uh, are the uncles and the aunts who've already bought a Christmas present for a Man United fan of the lives with Ronaldo number seven on the back. Hold on to the receipt just in case. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.